This episode of In the Word on the Go is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB strives to be both accurate and readable, with the goal of more people reading the Bible every day. I like it because whether you've grown up around the Bible or not, you can use it for deep study or for daily reading. To learn more, visit csbible.com. This is In the Word on the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm interviewing Deborah Harrell. Deborah is the Overseas Educational Advisor for the missions agency called Surge. She's also an award-winning author and has written many books, the most recent of which is What's Up? Discovering the Gospel, Jesus, and Who You Really Are. Deborah, it's great to have you on the podcast. Yeah, it's great to be here, Champ. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So what verse do you have in mind that you want to share today? Sure. So Romans 4.20, no belief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith and he gave glory to God. Romans 4.20, and that's the ESV version. Okay. So Deborah, if you were to put this verse in your own words, what would you say? Sure. Paul really brought out the character of Abraham's faith in this verse. Abraham did not doubt God's promise God strengthened his faith, and Abraham did not let unbelief cloud his faith. And that, he ultimately gave glory to God. Why did you pick this verse? Let's start there. You could have picked any verse. You pick this one. Why? Yeah. What's, the, what's the story here? Well, I think, you know, when we look back in Genesis 12, God had given Abraham a promise, and that promise would be a father of many nations. And we really see that through all of Abraham's life, God again and again, keeping his promise. And so when God told Abraham he'd be a father, and against all hope, Abraham believed and had faith, even though he knew he was way past being able to father children, I think, what, he was 99 years old? And he also knew his wife, Sarah, was way past being able to carry a baby. I think she was 90. And so I think why this verse is important to me, it really had me asking the question, what is faith? Hmm. You know, and simply put, faith is trusting in the work of another. But it really had me also asking the question, what does unbelief look like? Hmm. I think as an example, when I'm really fearful and I, I have to stop and ask myself, what am I not believing about God's promise? And I think oftentimes my fear or anxiety over a situation really is rooted in my unbelief. Like even today, I was anxious and driving and thinking, okay, I had to stop myself and say, what am I not believing about God's promise? Why am I so anxious? Or why am I being so impatient with this person in front of me? Um, And so when I have those times, I can really draw near to God through faith in Christ and just stop and say, God, help me. (laughs) Help me have faith in this time where I'm feeling anxious. So I want to read this verse again. Before we do that, you've already given us some background, but is there anything else we should know before we read this verse again? 
Well, I think, you know, in Genesis 12, God really tells Abraham to leave his home and gives him the promise that he will make a great nation of him. And all through Abraham's story, we can see again and again how God kept his promise to Abraham, even when Abraham's faith did waver and he made some huge mistakes um, where he allowed his unbelief to take hold. Hmm. Yet despite this, God kept his promise and provided for Abraham and his descendants again and again. I mean, you can just read all through Genesis and see, you know, he continued to have unbelief. And so ultimately through Abraham, uh, his descendants, we receive the promised Savior um, that will one day redeem and restore really this fallen and broken world that we live in. That's a really helpful introduction to this verse. So let's read it again. I'm going to read Romans chapter 4, verse 20. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. Here's what it says. He did not waver in unbelief at God's promise, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. Yeah. What would be your takeaway if you were teaching this to, let's say, a fifth grader? How would you explain this verse to them? Well, I think in so many stories and lessons, we talk to kids about having faith. Um, But I think what I, a lot of times what I focus on with kids, and I ask the question, what does unbelief look like? You know, and one way to teach this concept through what I call the shark chart. Um, the shark chart really is from the What's Up curriculum, um, and it was really kind of born out of this verse. And what I do is I usually introduce the shark chart by asking the question to my students. Let's say you're in the ocean swimming around, and all of a sudden you saw this triangle or fin swimming around you in a circle. Would you be worried? And usually kids respond, uh, yeah, Mrs. Harrell, we would be really worried, but we'd also want to get out of the water. And I said, why? This triangle, it's just a triangle. What's so bad about a small triangle or a fin swimming around you? And this is when kids really try to explain to me that the triangle is connected to something bigger, mm-hmm. something that would make you want to get out of the water. Um, the triangle tells you that there's a shark under the water and that sharks are not very nice. Actually, they're pretty dangerous. And I say, you know what, you guys? Our sin is like the fin of the shark. The sins that we can see tells us that there's something even more dangerous under the water, inside our hearts, hidden unbelief and pride that produces those surface level uh, sins that we can really see. And so to get them used to filling out the shark, then we take that story from Genesis 12, where Abraham and Sarah are in Egypt, and we see Abraham struggling with his faith and God's promise. And Abraham lies to Pharaoh about who Sarah is. And even when he's caught in the lie, and Pharaoh tells him to take his family and leave, God kept his promise to him, even though Abraham messed up and acted out of unbelief. Hmm. God spared his life and fulfilled his promise. And so that's kind of how I, I go about teaching that that verse is really helping kids identify where their unbelief is rooted in. What are the surface level things that indicate something's bigger underneath? Yeah. And so what do you think makes it difficult to live out a verse like this? Well, I, th- I think, again, that idea, you know, when we're struggling or tempted, um, we know our outward sin is just a red flag of our unbelief. And and that's where I think, you know, we have to stop and we need to go to our Father and pray, you know, God, help me have belief. Help me have faith. Um, so often we pray for our outward circumstances to change, but really what we need to pray for mm-hmm. is a changed heart. Um, and, and so going to our Father in prayer 
when we feel tempted to do something wrong, because um, it's hard to live boldly, um, you know, as a Christian in, in truth. And it's, you know, this world is, there's so many temptations. And, you know, what are we not believing about God's promise? And, you know, stopping and praying in faith and going to our Father uh, and trusting, to, you know, to believe that He will provide with, you know, with hope through, through His Son. Yeah. How do you think we can live this verse out practically today? Well, a good friend of mine, Lindsay Kimball, who's at our sending center, always talks about, you know, running to Jesus um, and fight to believe. Mm -hmm. Because so often, even when in the midst of struggle that we, we reach out in prayer, there's always those voices of doubt, you know, questioning um, our faith. And so that I, I kind of want to always have a bumper sticker <laughs> that just says, run to Jesus and fight to believe, because mm -hmm. you really do have to have that. Because you see again and again, you know, our faith is being tested, you know, in that in, as we grow in our faith, um, you know, acting out of a transformed heart, not an obedience just to look good, but really out of a, a confidence and thankfulness for who God is and what he's, what he's done for us. Yeah, well, let's start that right now. So let's run to Jesus in prayer. So could you <laughs> pray this verse for our listeners today? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Whenever I'm fearful or anxious and my unbelief wants to rear its ugly head, God, you have already given wisdom and peace in your promise. Thank you for your promise of hope and in your promise to Abraham to make a great nation of his descendants. God, which also was a pathway of the promise of a savior that will redeem and restore your entire fallen world. Jesus, we praise you for the everlasting gospel of your saving grace. Thank you for the promise of the blessings that has always been your plan to redeem a family for all families on the earth. You made Abraham the father of many nations. All of history is bound up in your promise to redeem your people. Jesus, we praise you for your generosity and mercy on your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.